This is CliffCentral.com. Let's go to our favorite person who just knows how to give us the absolute financial update, news, everything information that we need to know. It's Anthea Gardner. Good morning, Anthea. It, it would help if you if you put yes, her microphone yeah, you on. Bloody amateur! Hey, listen, listen, listen! I am in the driver's seat this okay, morning, right. so yes. I get to driving go. into a driving into a ditch. <laughs> I was waiting for some Donna Summer to kick in. Don't you appreciate that? And she's here once a week. Don't cock her on, yeah. Good morning, Mike. Must be on. Over Good to you. Good morning, <laughs> and everyone. <laughs> All right, so I've got some really good news today. We Ooh. like that. Yeah, the All Share Index, the JSE's All Share wow, Index. Wow, that is so weird. I instinctively looked at your left hand. Gee, that is weird. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't get it. My left hand. Engaged. The, the ring finger. There is nothing on it. <laughs> what? I oh, don't know why no. you did that. That's weird. Ben, and you're you weird. said I have no, good because news. Because whenever ben I hear what oh, oh, I've got some great oh, news. Okay, I'm not sure okay. that would be good news anyway. Jeez. <laughs> Ball and chain. <laughs> sorry, it's just that you know, nowadays whenever someone goes, I've got great news, you go, oh, okay. Oh, well, look, okay, sorry. It's, I was a little bit late to the party, but I get it now. Carry on, a relief for me, right? <laughs> so, as I was saying. <laughs> oh, we got sidetracked. Yes. The All Share Index hit an all-time high last week. Mm. Isn't that so much better than me getting married? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the week, it was up 3.3% to 57,200. I mean, I think you've heard me say this so often about this dislocation in the economy and the stock market. And this, I think, is just proof that there really is a dislocation. So the Rand Hedge shares did particularly well. So, of course, Naspers is also trading at an all-time high of over 3,100 Rand per share now. And that really is what is driving the all share index or driving the JSE because the banks and the retailers just haven't performed. You know, those are the local shares. Um, the RAND definitely helping a bit here. It's trading at 1373 or was on Friday afternoon. And it, it's suddenly one of the weakest currencies in emerging markets at the moment. And that's a real issue, you, you know, because it doesn't help us because we import so much. So you'll see petrol going up. You'll see inflation probably go up a little bit more. But because the uh, JSE is predominantly, or I should say 70% rand hedged, you're getting returns on your invested money. So it really doesn't pay not to be invested at this stage. And people always ask about the timing and what, whether they should be in and out of the market. And a lot of people, when we had the recession at the beginning of the year, said, shouldn't we be out of the market? If you were, you would have missed this nice rally. Um, so I think just kind of something really to be to be aware of. And I haven't, I haven't emphasized, oh, I think I have emphasized it enough, but I feel like maybe... The message hasn't gotten across quite enough. And then on Friday in the U.S., they had U.S. unemployment. And for the first time since September 2010, they saw a decrease in employment by 33,000 jobs. And you know that every month I've been talking, um, saying that how jobs have – they've increased jobs by, what, 170 to 220,000? So for the first time. And this they're blaming Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Harvey. That's right, eh? Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma. And funnily enough, not Trump. Trump's noticed oh. how he's very quiet on the, uh, 
the decrease in jobs. Well, that's like the first time he doesn't yeah. get blamed for well, anything that's a, happening. A decrease in jobs kind of doesn't make America great again. No, and remember yeah. how he took credit for it earlier this year? Yes, he did. <laughs> for the yes, increase in jobs, 220,000 jobs. Look at us, we're great. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. I want to I want to see him take credit in inverted commas for this. Mm. Um, and then there's not really much in company news at the moment. We're not, I mean, not in company reporting at the moment. We're kind of out of company reporting season, but there is news. There's a lot going on in terms of mergers, acquisitions, um, companies, uh, bidding for and then withdrawing their bids. So let me start and, and all sorts of drama, uh, kind of just on the ground, corporate governance issues. Let me start with Vodacom. They fell 8% one day in one day last week because the competition commission said that they had um, partake or they had, or the word I'm looking for, participated in anti-competitive behavior when the government gave them a tender over four years to the tune of, I think it was 6 billion rand. The value of it was 6 billion rand. Um, And so the competition commission, funnily enough, it's not the competitors. So it's not Salsi. Or any any of the other um, MTN or any of the other cell phone providers that went to the competition commission. In fact, it was the competition commission who brought this up and said that they're now investigating them. This is an interesting one because obviously none of us like corruption, none of us like anti-competitive behavior, and we particularly don't like the competition commission um, investigating a company. But actually. When when you look at it just kind of from a fundamental basis, you'll see that if you strip out this national treasury or the government tender, because Vodacom are actually calling it a tender, if you strip that out of the numbers, it doesn't make that huge of an impact on the Vodacom numbers. So, in fact, Vodacom as a share is now looking relatively cheap. Um, do you want to be buying into when buying into a share that the Competition Commission is investigating? I'm not sure about that. Is it anti-competitive if you are selected by a client to serve to, to be their service provider? So I wouldn't have thought that. And Vodacom are saying exactly what you're saying, Mabali, is that they applied for the tender. They won the tender fair and square. And the competition commission are saying, well, actually, it's anti-competitive because nobody else can get in for four years. So okay. they won a four-year tender. Okay. It, it, it's such an inter- – it is an interesting one, I think. Um how it goes, I'm not sure how it's going to end up because I guess the competition commission, I mean, up to now they've been fairly good, right? They're, they're fairly, um, fair, if you like. Hmm. And they're, they're good at investigating these things. Mm, they are necessary. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then in other company news, Taste Holdings, which we know who, as the guys who brought Starbucks to the country and who own a lot of brands, uh, fish brands, uh, pizza, Domino's, all those kinds of things, and also jewelry are saying that they're restructuring their business and they're unbundling their jewelry division, which is very exciting because everybody's been waiting for this. Nobody, none of the investors, shareholders really understood how do you have a food business and a jewelry business in one? Like kind of how does this work? So now that they're unbundling their jewelry business, which is Arthur Kaplan and NWJ Jewelers, um, the shares rallied. The jewelry business could be worth as much as 600 million rand. Wow. So I think, yeah, a successful sale of that business should help taste to expand their food business and really focus and consolidate on what they do really well. I think it'll be good for them because really the share has 
languished a bit. It really just hasn't gone anywhere. Um, and then talk about food businesses. You may remember Kevin Hedwick, who used to head up famous brands, joined Long for Life in May of this year. Long for Life was Brian Joffe's investment holding company that he listed. Basically, he listed a cash shell. He raised two billion rand and said, give me your money and one day I will invest it for you. So <laughs> no plans. He was just kind of going on Brian Joffe's reputation. Anyway, Kevin Hedwick joined him in in May of this year, four months ago, five months ago, and resigned on Friday. So everybody's wondering what's going on. That was short and sweet. After and, a couple of months. Yeah. And Kevin, and, it, and it's a real, really odd because when Kevin left famous brands, he said he was going to retire. Then he suddenly popped up and was joining Long for Life. And now suddenly he's retiring again. Hmm. Or as they say in my industry, leaving to follow personal interests. That's always the catchphrase. And then you know something's going on. Um, and then in other news, thank, <laughs> it is a bit, but I can't, like, and then you only need to check Twitter to see kind of what the speculation is all about. Yeah. I picture everyone standing there with like a raised eyebrow and crossed fingers, just like, mm, or crossed arms rather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's going on there? Okay. What's going on here? Dan Goti has said that they are not interested in bidding for PPC. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, um, Fairfax, which is a financial company, investment company, backed a bid by AfriSam to do a merger with PPC, and they said they would buy our PPC at five rand seventy-five a share. The share traded well above six rand, and that's because everyone was assuming that Dan Goti, who showed some interest, would bid above six rand a share for PPC. And then on Friday, uh, Dan Goti pulled their bid, and the share plummeted about ten percent, I think, PPC mm. share. However. So there's two things here. One is that the share is actually the, the value of the share or the share price is underpinned at five rand seventy five by the AfriSam Fairfax bid. And secondly, that there is actually still another player in the market which we are speculating might come to the party and this is Lafarge Wholesome. So we're hoping we're which is why we're holding on to our PPC shares that they would make a bid above six rand. And there's lots going on actually in this kind of cement construction industry because on Friday, Group 5 also said that they had a couple, not just one, a couple of interest, interested companies looking to do some sort of merger or bid for the company. And, of course, that share was up 14.5% on Friday. It's, it's a funny one because it's not one you can foresee. Like the construction industry or sector has done so badly for the last – Six years almost. Um, and really what you need is economic growth for a construction sector to do really well. And we just haven't had that. So I, I would have, I wouldn't have been buying these shares, but if I'd known there'd been an expression of interest, I probably would have and taken my 14 and a half percent and run, but I didn't. It's hard to, 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 to guess these kinds of things. Hmm. And then there's another thing I want to talk about. I was reading on the weekend that Transnet Pension Fund had 500 million rand put Oof. into a Bank of Baroda account, which we all know is a Gupta-linked account, mm -hmm. and at a company called Regiments Asset Management, who was supposed to be managing the Transnet Pension Fund, used this 500 million rand to help the Guptas purchase Optimum Coal Mine. Transnet Pension Fund is divi defined benefits, um, which means that at the end of the day, they, the, 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 the um, members of the pension fund will get a set amount of money. 
And so the asset manager should be managing assets and liabilities in order to reach that target. When they made this decision to buy Optimum Coal or to lend the Guptas the money, I'm not even sure how this really goes. I, I don't know what their thought process was. But the point is that this pension fund money is now at risk. Um, and that's 51,000 members. And I think it's an absolute disgrace because I really think, like of all the things I've been disgusted about, the attack on the PIC, the attack on SARS, the capturing of national treasury, taking people's pension fund money and using it in the wrong way or irregularly, I, I think that's the worst thing that you can do. I, mm. I'm absolutely horrified by this. I don't know what to say, and I hope they, I hope they get their money back. And in the event of them not getting their money back, that's it. Nobody... Nobody can step in and help or do anything about it. That's people's livelihoods. Exactly. That's that's my that's my take on it. This is people's livelihoods. So I I mentioned that it's defined. It's a defined benefits fund because a con- defined contribution fund means that you put your money into your pension fund, and however it grows, at the end of it, you get your money back. Defined benefits is slightly different because they promise you X amount at the end of it, and no matter how they get there, they must get there. I just don't know who is going to fill that gap if there is a shortfall. Sure. This is a real issue. (laughs) I mean, we should be making a big, big issue about this. People's livelihoods are at stake. Fifty-one thousand of them. It's just one of the many benefits you get when you vote ANC. Unfortunately, is that what it is? It's just one of those things. Mm -hmm. It's all fun and games until no one's got a pension. Mm -hmm. Viva. Yeah, and and we saw this kind of thing happen in Venezuela, and uh, we know how that ended up. So, it's a warning. I'm just putting it out there. Mm. Jeez. Scary. Sorry, I don't. Should I really shouldn't finish on that? Note? No. I? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, we live in the real no. world. That's just the way exactly. it goes. Okay, exactly. I'll tell you about my weekend. So I didn't get engaged. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you say that with such relief. <laughs> like, whew, another week, still on the market. Yeah. I'm still great. Still free as a bird. Here we go, guys. Thanks very much. No, well, thank you, Anthea. And it is sobering news. It's things that we should be taking into our hearts and minds. And, you know, as we go through the week, we think about this is real life and this is what happens. So that's the money shot with Anthea Gardner. This is CliffCentral.com.